you do know you're somebody's mama, right? Well, yeah, that's why I do what I do the way that I do it. It's the mother of Raw and you are listening to A Blunt in the Morning. Hello, hello, hello. Come on in, relax, get comfortable, put your feet up, make sure you got a lighter for a blunt we about to share this morning. First of all, I want to say happy Mother's Day to all the moms and maternal figures out there. Uh, I'm recording this after Mother's Day, but I really do hope that you enjoyed your day. And while we do feel celebrated and loved, I understand that it may be a day of mourning for some as well. Uh, We have people out there who have lost kids. We've had people out there who have lost their mom. So it may be a day of celebration for some of us. It may be a day of mourning for others. And it may have just been Sunday for a lot of other people too. Whatever it may be, the weather was beautiful. I hope you enjoyed your day. Uh, Mother's Day is special to a blunt in the morning because it's the anniversary of the podcast. What? Boop, 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 boop. So this Mother's Day would have been, is the third year anniversary of a blunt in the motherfucking morning. I've been doing this for three years at this point and y'all have been listening to me do this for three years at this point. So I really, really appreciate it. And there may be some people who are like three years when I clicked on this joint, you only got like a few episodes. That's okay. I have archived quite a few of the old episodes so I can go back and listen to them just for quality and also for some talking points for some things I want to bring back up and talk about again. For example, The Handmaid's Tale. I did an episode on The Handmaid's Tale back when it had about one or two seasons. No, two seasons. And the fourth season is streaming actively now. And so I'm going to wait until that season is over and I'm going to do a podcast episode on it. I personally think that this is going to be the last season. I hope I'm wrong. It's a good show, but the way it's going, I think it's going to be the last season. And I'm hoping to get my husband to co-host that episode with me because he has now watched the entire series and he's current. And so we've been watching the episodes weekly and his perspective on that show is it's mind blowing. And the commentary and the conversations we have around this show is really good. So I think it'll make for a great episode. It's one of those shows that um, are, it's heartbreakingly good. And I don't recommend the show often to people just because you, uh, it's not for the faint of heart um, or anything like that. It is kind of hard to watch, but it's such a good show. It's such a good show. So don't worry if you want to hear some of my older episodes, they will slowly be popping back up onto the platforms. Don't worry about that. Okay. All right. On this particular episode, I'm going to talk to y'all about my mother's day, uh, what I did. Uh, and I'm also going to kind of I thought since it being the anniversary episode, it would be a good time to reintroduce myself and kind of reiterate why I do what I do the way that I do it. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Mother's Day list 2021. What, Mother of I, you had a list? Uh, Yeah, I had a list. Of course I had a list. First on my list, no cooking. Don't ask me for anything. You want a snack? Ask your daddy. You want some water? Ask your daddy. You want a vitamin? Ask your daddy. Don't ask me for diddly boop 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 squat. Don't ask me. Do not ask me. Today, mom, is just my title. It's not like an active thing that I'm doing. Okay? All right. 
Next on my list was I wanted to be toasty all day, whether that was smoking from the beautiful glass blunt I was gifted this weekend, or whether it was eating one of those delicious, fudgy, wonderful brownies that I made. I just wanted to be toasty. That's what I wanted was to be toasty because ultimately I did not want to be in pain today. I wanted to enjoy a Sunday, a whole full day of not being in pain. So I want to be toasty all motherfucking day. It's it's cool when, when you can get day drunk all day, right? So I want to be day toasty. Day toasty. Say it with me. Day toasty. Next on my list was ice cream. The good kind. I don't want to go to the grocery store. I want to go to an ice cream place and I want ice cream. The good kind. I love ice cream. Okay? It is like one of my favorite things in the world. And what I like to do is go create like my own pint. You can go to Brewster's, that's where I went. And you can put whatever flavors you want in a pint. And then I like to come home and I stick it all the way in the back of the freezer. Because I like my ice cream to be hard. And I know somebody out there is going to think that that's suggestive. And think about it what you may. But I do. I like a little body to my ice cream. When I, I need to, I like to need to use a real spoon when I eat ice cream. And I'm not talking about it being freezer burnt. Like the spoon will still go through it. Like it's still smooth and creamy, but it's got a little body to it. Like if you know, you know. And if you don't know, you just probably think I'm weird. That's okay too. Next on my list was the plant store. All right. I like to be able to let the plant choose me. Right. And somebody somewhere who's listening to this for the first time is like, this girl is crazy. Like, she's crazy. I am. But you're going to like it. That's why you're still listening to me. But I like to go into the plant store and let the plant pick me. So I wanted to be able to walk around and really kind of get a feel for what I wanted from in there. However, when we did go in the plant store, um, they were closing early for Mother's Day. And the way that the girl told us to leave was the nicest way someone's ever told somebody to get the fuck out ever. As soon as we walked into the greenhouse, she walked right up to us and she was like, hi, is there anything I can help you find? And I was like, no, I just want to walk around. I come in here all the time. I just, I know I'm going to get some stuff. I just don't know what I'm going to get yet. And she's like, that's fine, but you only have like five minutes to shop. So is there anything I can help you find? You let me know. Well, sweetheart, you don't have to tell me twice. That means get the fuck out. And we left. I remember working in retail and it would be super fucking annoying when customers would come in the last five minutes of the store being open with a basket and their coupon book and they ready to go full fledged shopping. And you're like, damn, we close at six. And, you know, you have to keep the doors open until six. So I know I've been there. I've done that. And I didn't want to just uh, pick a plant just all willy nilly. So I was like, you know what? We'll come back. So the plant store section of that, it didn't happen. The next part was, oh, I have on my notes. I got notes, y'all, because I'd be getting high. I forget what the fuck I'm supposed to be talking about. So, okay, that's everything on the list. No cooking, the good ice cream, smoke slash be toasty all day, plant store. And then I had honorable mention was some dick. Now, (laughs) this is how I know. This is how I know that I'm toasty even when I write my notes for this because I really put honorable mention with those little asterisks 
beside it. That's wow, Ash. Okay. I put some dick. Okay. Now that is not necessarily a special occasion for Mother's Day. I know that I have it like that where I could have had that any day of the week, but I just really thought that that would have been a good cherry on top of my Sunday. Yeah, you see what I did there? Because Mother's Day was on Sunday and I want an ice cream, ice cream Sunday, and then Dick would have been the cherry on top of the Sunday. Uh, <laughs> oh, I cracked myself up. But all in all, it was a great day. And then for dinner, we ended up getting sushi. There's a family-owned uh, Japanese spot where near where we live, and we'd never ordered the sushi from there before. So I ordered some random shit that I'd never heard of, and everything was delicious, and I fucked that sushi up. So I got to everything on my list except for the plant store. And um, I enjoyed myself. I even tanned my boobs a little bit out on the deck. It was nice. It was great. It was great. It was great. With it being the third year anniversary of A Blunt in the Morning, I thought it would be cool to also talk about why I started this three years ago and why I'm still doing it now. Um, Why do I call it A Blunt in the Morning? Why do I talk openly about my cannabis consumption? I'm going to answer those questions. So don't worry. Don't be confused too much longer. First of all, it's funny because when I first started doing the podcast, it wasn't even called A Blunt in the Morning. I was just the Mother of Rob podcast. I didn't start calling it A Blunt in the Morning until I got more comfortable with my own cannabis consumption. It was something that I used to kind of hide because people are shady and judgmental. But Uh, I got to a point where I cared more about my pain management and being a present parent over the opinions of people who didn't matter to me. And I really got the confidence to call the podcast a blunt in the morning because that felt like a honest title for what this is. This podcast is usually my thoughts and ideas and little story times while I have a blunt in the morning and I have a moment to myself. Because we need to normalize moms smoking weed. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, And I know everybody right now is talking about normalize, 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 normalize this, normalize that. But I mean it when I say that. And that's why I advocate for weed in the way that I do is because there is nothing wrong with consuming cannabis. And I'm super happy about all of the legalization and things going on. And I know that there's so much more that needs to be done outside of legalization, but that's a whole nother fucking podcast episode. Don't get me started on that today. Don't get me started on cannabis equity today. Okay. That's not a conversation I'm ready to have. I'm going to have a good, I'm having a good podcast day today, but I just really want to start to break the stereotypes and the stigmas, um, around it. Like I, I enjoy breaking the stereotype of the unproductive pothead. I do consider myself a productive pothead. You know why I'm productive? It's because cannabis helps me not be in pain. The reason that I have chronic pain is because back in 2017, when I gave birth via C-section, I acquired uh, nerve and muscle damage. So... And then I also have damage and inflammation on my spine at my epidural site. And you're probably like, Ooh, what the fuck? Yeah, yes, yes, that, that's what happened. 
And so I am reminded pretty much every single day that I had a C-section three years ago. And um, I struggled for a long time with the original OBGYN that I had and the original doctors that I was dealing with. Because, you know, you know, people don't listen to black black women in pain. Doctors do not listen to black women in pain. And my doctor was convinced that I was just dealing with postpartum depression and I just needed to go back to work and be back around my friends at work, which showed how much she knew about me. Right. Like, come on now, all of your coworkers aren't your friends. And I don't think going back to work is going to all of a sudden stop the pain in my back and the numbness in my legs and I can't feel my toes and my legs are going weak, like something is wrong. And she's like, oh, I just think you're depressed. And she was uh, quick to try to prescribe pain medication to me. And it was a point where I felt like I was starting to be dependent on pain medication. And I was like, whoa, whoa, hold the fuck up. This is not okay. So I completely stopped dealing with her. I stopped dealing with the therapist that she recommended because I was convinced that she was um, leading on to my therapist that I was depressed as well. And, um, you know, it was never anything that my therapist, that the physical therapist mentioned to me verbatim. But it was certain sections of conversations where I could tell that when she was given a report back to my OB about physical therapy that my OB may have been mentioning that I was having some mental illness problems. And so I had to go completely out of network. And I finally, after two years, y'all, so my son was born in 2017, October, 2017, the whole first six months he was born, I was in and out of doctor appointments. I had to go to lactation specialists at least once a week because I was so stressed the fuck out Uh, from the pain that I was not making breast milk. I was going to physical therapy two to three times a week. Like I struggled for a long time with the guilt around really feeling like I wasn't uh, with my son as much as I wanted to be those for that first year that he was here. I struggled a lot. I was also going to a therapist um, who specialized in postpartum depression. It was just a lot. I was just in and out, in and out, in and out of the doctor's office. I cut all of that out um, and I went totally outside of network. So far out of network to the point where in order to see her in person, I have to drive two hours away. And I finally found a doctor who was willing to listen to me. Not only a doctor who was willing to listen to me, but a doctor who was willing to make sure I had the documentation and the forms and um, the tests and things that I needed to become a medical patient for cannabis. And like, and when I, sometimes when I think about finding her, it gets me emotional and I'd be about to, and I'd be about to cry because I spent two years with a bunch of people just not listening to me. And I was miserable. All they wanted to do was medicate me. And so whenever anyone has any type of negative opinion around moms consuming cannabis, I tell them they can kiss my beautiful black ass. And I mean that with everything in me. I would not um, I would not be making the progress I am emotionally and mentally without cannabis. I would not have made the physical progress like I've lost weight because I'm able to medicate to not be in pain so that I can exercise. I love being able to exercise. I try to make sure I get a good sweat going as often as I can.
And he was like, what? You work out? And you, you even after you've consumed? Yes, yes, I work out. And that's why I talk about it. And that is why I want to break the stereotypes because, yeah, there are so many things that you can do and consume cannabis regularly. There are lots and lots of things you can do, including being a business owner, which is what <laughs> I am. I own a apparel store called Queen Size Organic. You can also be a great parent. You could be a great teacher. You could be a great leader. All of those things are completely accessible while you smoke weed. Come on now. Come on now. And um, I also talk so openly about it because there's so much shame. Um, and I don't want moms to feel uh, ashamed. So I feel like if I go ahead and I share my stories with you, um, you may feel like, even if it's just me, you have uh, you have a community because I know what it's like to uh, to have somebody be uh, shady of your lifestyle or or make comments or make assumptions of your lifestyle just because you may be open about the fact that you consume cannabis. Um, I know for me personally around my weight loss, uh, you have I have people who tell me, you know, I just want to make sure you just smoking weed because you looking small and uh, I just want to make sure it's just weed and that you're not trying other things. And usually, usually that that is what's funny to me. That is always hilarious to me. It's like, wow, it's not it's not that uh, I've changed my lifestyle. It's not that I'm eating better. It's not that my pain is managed better so that I can exercise. It's um, it's not that I must be smoking crack, right? That that's the only way I would be losing weight is I must be smoking crack. And you're only assuming that I'm doing other things other than smoking weed because you still have in your mind that weed is this oh the gateway drug. I have never had the urge to try anything else, right? Never, ever, 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 ever have I ever had the urge to try anything else. I've never been like, oh man, this weed not working for me today. Let me go get some meth. I've never done that. That would be super irresponsible. Like I've never done that. And so the reason, (laughs) the reason that I will continue to talk about it is because um, people are ignorant and I don't want someone's ignorance to, uh, to stop you from getting the relief that you need, right? And I want weed to be destigmatized to the point where you don't need nerve damage to consume weed and someone not judge you, okay? Uh, it really pisses me off because people are usually like oh it's okay that you smoke weed you know you've got nerve problems you've got nerve damage you know you're in pain it's okay that you smoke weed but these people who don't have anything wrong with them they just say they're tired or anxious they don't need to be smoking weed and it's like who is that for you to decide who like who who wait who is that any of your business I don't I don't think so And so usually people feel comfortable telling me, oh, yeah, it's all right that you do it, but I don't like it when people smoke recreationally. And my response is that's their business. Don't uh, shame someone else's cannabis consumption just because they may not be using uh, medicinally and then think that you can shame them like with me. Like, no, whoever, if somebody smokes recreationally, hey, 
congratulations. Good for you. I don't think you have to have severe nerve pain for you to want uh, for you to want to relax or for you want to be able to go to sleep or for you want to try to get an appetite back after you've been grieving. and You haven't been eating. Yeah. Mind your fucking business. So. I'm going to end with y'all with a little with a little story time about why I figured out why moms don't often talk about cannabis consumption around their peers, right? Because I got a little story time for y'all about a little situation I was in, and then we're going to close out this episode because I'm toasty. And I got a bath. I want to take a bath, and I got some crab legs waiting for me. But don't... (laughs) Like, damn, girl, you got your whole day planned out. Yes. On these days that I have to myself, I got a whole schedule of shit that I want to do, Okay. But real quick, story time, I figured out why a lot of women do not share their cannabis consumption with their friends or with their peers. I won't even say friends specifically, with their peers. There is always, okay, there's always going to be someone somewhere who is going to make it a point to uh, make some type of public comment about you consuming cannabis, And another reason why I do this podcast episode is so that I can help you with how to deal with people like the person I'm about to tell you about in this little story time. Okay. There are going to be people. I know I pause for a second because, you know, I told you I got to look at my notes. I'd be high and I'd be forgetting what I'm supposed to be talking about. You know, bear with me, bear with me. There are people who will judge you for consuming cannabis. Period, point blank. There's nothing you could do about it. It's their opinion. They can eat it. They can shit it out, okay? They are going to judge you. However, most of them are never going to say anything to your face, okay? That's why you've got the people who love to comment on Instagram and things like that because they tap, tap, tapping on the phone. They're never going to see you. But people who do interact with you in real life on a real-life basis If they do judge you about your cannabis use, a lot of the times they're not going to say anything directly to you. It's usually going to come out in some type of uh, half joke or some type of shady comment that they kiki about where, you know, it's like, oh, I'm not trying to be judgmental, but I actually do feel some type of way. I just don't have the balls to speak up and say it specifically to you. So I'm going to make a comment. All right. I was invited to a birthday dinner um, sometime last year, and it was an intimate birthday dinner, of course, because of COVID restrictions, right? And I don't want you to think, because I'm telling you this story, that I didn't enjoy myself. I thoroughly enjoyed myself that night. But this is just a blurp, a, a little moment, boom, that happened. But it's a moment that I remember, and it's a moment that I hope will help educate y'all right quick. We were at this really cool Spider-Man themed like pop-up restaurant. It was so fucking cool. The inside of it literally looked like a a comic book. There was art all over the walls. There were webs coming down everywhere. It was really, really cool. And the food was also Spider-Man themed. So um, we sit down and the waitress comes over and we're all ordering our food. And I order a drink called the Green Goblin because it looked like something I would enjoy. I usually like 
fruity kind of citrusy cocktails. I don't really drink too much, but I will have a cocktail socially. That was the drink that I wanted. There was another drink on the menu called the Mary Jane and it looked like a martini style drink and it had like a weed leaf made out of sugar on top and it has some type of CBD isolate in it. It just said that it has CBD in it. I was not interested in that drink at all. I order my Green Goblin and I order me some food. Another young lady at the party decides to stay across the table. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't order that Mary Jane drink. It got that big old weed leaf on it. And she kind of kikied. And my immediate response in my brain <laughs> was, what is it to you? Why are you worried about something that my husband about to pay for? You and I don't know each other enough for you to be commenting on anything that I'm about to eat or drink. But I know that you're trying to be shady. And that's okay. This is not my party. This is my friend's birthday party. So I'm not going to take this moment to embarrass you. I'm not going to take this moment to educate you because that's also not my job and it's not the time or place. So I just simply responded with, I don't like to be predictable. AKA the subtext of that was mind your fucking business. And she just kind of looked at me and smiled and looked back down and she didn't have anything else to say. And I thought that that moment was really weird because this wasn't the first time that I had interacted with this person socially or anything like that. But I had never offered weed to this young lady. I had never offered to share an edible with this young lady, anything like that. On a personal basis between she and I, I had never talked weed with her ever. And I know that that moment of her making the assumption that I would get the big old drink with the weed leaf on it was based in her ignorance around a stereotype of what she thinks people who consume cannabis are or is. And so it's all good when I'm a resource. It's all good when you want to pick my brain. But in a social setting, when you have an opportunity to think that you're going to embarrass me or to think that you're going to make an assumption about me, that's what we're going to do. And I remember my husband looked at me afterwards and we kind of looked at each other and um, in the car, he told me, he was like, I thought you, you handled that, that very well. He was like, I don't know. He was like, what was that about? I thought y'all, I thought she liked you. I thought y'all was cool. And I was like, I thought so too, but it's all right. I am always going to be prepared for the fact that somebody feels some type of way. And so I know full well, this person will never come to me and have a conversation with me about cannabis. But I do know that she felt comfortable enough to do that. And so it's not like me smoking weed is anything I try to hide. It's just that, one, it wasn't my birthday party. Um, I don't see the point or the need to put the attention on me. Um, it, I thought it was really, really unnecessary. It was like it was really it was really that simple Two, um, I know that she doesn't know anything about weed. And that's why I say there would have been no point in educating her on the fact that, one, I don't like cannabis-infused alcoholic beverages, right? Like, uh, just because someone consumes cannabis doesn't mean that they need or want weed or CBD or uh, whatever in every single thing that they eat or drink. And me being the, con the cannabis connoisseur that I am, 
where the fuck is this CBD and this drink coming from? The description on the drink just said CBD, right? We don't know what kind of CBD it is. We don't know what percentage, whether it's full spectrum. We don't know if it's lab tested. And those are all things that I care about because I'm a hemp lucid ambassador and I've got quality lab tested CBD products on deck. So if I want a beverage with some CBD in it, I can get that shit at home. I don't need to pay for that up in here with some random mystery CBD. But there was no point in me explain, even explaining that to her because I know that she didn't know. And I know that that moment of her projecting whatever was going on with her that day onto me had nothing to do with me. I wasn't embarrassed because I am completely out of the green closet, as people like to call it. And I am an advocate for mom smoking weed. So if, if it was in a way to embarrass me, it didn't work. But it doesn't mean that it didn't rub me the wrong way. And you have to, and you keep a note of that and how you have to, um, and, I, and I notice how I'm going to handle myself around you from now on. That's okay. That's all right. So ultimately, I'm always going to share my experiences and what I'm going through and what I'm doing just because I don't want... I really don't want people to feel like they're going through stuff by themselves. And you may hear me talk about being, you know, a proud black woman or anything like that. But I don't care what color you are. You know, I, it's not that this podcast is exclusively for black mothers. If you are a parent and you're trying to get, you know, some insight on on parenthood, you can listen to this. If you're a dad and you're trying to understand, you know, you may have a spouse who's going through postpartum depression and you're trying to understand maybe what your wife or your partner is going through, you can listen to this podcast. Maybe it'll help you understand her. I don't care if you if you aren't black, you know. It doesn't matter to me. If I say something that helps you, then ultimately I've done my I've done my job. If you need encouragement just in general, then you can you can listen to that here as well. I'm always gonna hype you up to be your best self. And so fuck what everybody else thinks. Always. All right. We have reached the last puff of our blunt this morning. Y'all, this glass blunt hits. Oh, it's like chef's kiss. Oh, my God. It hits so wonderfully. Ah, It's wonderful. And I got like a concoction going on in here. And I'm happy because I'm recording a podcast. And I got the house to myself. And I'm just feeling myself. And I got crab legs in the refrigerator. Ah, It's just about to be a good day. Anyway, we have reached the last puff of our blunt this morning. As always, thank you so much for all of the support. Three years, y'all. Y'all been listening to me do this for three years. And I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. If you would like to uh, give me any topic, suggestions, questions, comments, concerns, any of that, please feel free to email me at mother.of.ra at outlook.com. Um, also the podcast is called a blunt in the morning. I'd love to have a blunt in the morning with somebody else. So if you are interested in being a guest, have a conversation, anything like that, please send me an email or you can message me on Instagram. So, uh, my daily shenanigans, my Instagram is mother dot of dot Also, please feel free to follow my business page, queen size organic apparel for the cozy milk in your life. I hope you continue to have a good week.
Don't let anybody get you out of character. Okay, stay true to what you're doing. And don't you forget that that coffee always hits better with the blunt in the motherfucking morning.